Welcome back to work. I'm your hostess, Trinity the Tuck, and today I'm joined by two special guests, Roxy Andrews and Ginger Minge. Get ready, because today we'll be talking about sisterly scandals, drag tips, politics, and Drag Race UK. Hi guys, it's Trinity the Tuck, and we are listening. Let me do it again. We are listening. <laughs> you are. Hi guys, it's Trinity the Tuck, and you are listening to the Work Podcast. Work, work, work. Yes, and I'm here with. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ginger Minge, and I'm an overeater. And I'm Roxy Andrews, and I'm still making it clear. Yes. Yes. Is it coming out clear, Roxy? It's always coming out clear. <laughs> oh, work. <laughs> Well, um, I want to start things off with something fun. Um, I don't know if you two have watched, but I'm obsessed with uh, Drag Race UK. Are you? I, I love it. I, I do too. I think it's better than the the US version. You know what I love doing? I love binge watching, even on Netflix and all that stuff. So I, I'm kind of like just waiting because not a lot of people are giving away the shit on, even though they have like clips and stuff on Facebook. Yeah. Nobody's really like giving it away for me. So I'm kind of waiting for it to be almost done. And then I'm going to binge watch the entire thing. So you haven't seen anything? No. Do you I've know? seen the clips. Like, I just saw a Snatch Game clip. And I've seen, like, uh, some of the workroom funny things that they've been doing. And the girl seems so, like, sickening. Oh, so. But I, I want to binge watch it probably right before the reunion. And yeah. then just watch the ending. Um, do you know any of the girls? Um, yeah. I, uh, uh, I do. Uh, just Vivian? Or what the, the Vivian? The Vivian. Yeah. Yeah. I, she's followed me for a while. And I'm a big fan of her. Well, she's, she was the Drag Race ambassador. In the UK. Like, really? Yeah. Rue and Michelle crowned her the, the official ambassador a couple of years back. Oh, wow. Uh, when so she's going to win this. I don't know. I, she, Is it going to be she, funny if she does win? I don't think so. Mm. I, I feel like um, my opinion of UK drag is they're definitely not known to be fashion queens. Like, they're not necessarily known for their makeup. What they're known for is stage presence. Comedy, comedy, comedy. So you're saying I should have competed quick, quick. on Drag Race yeah. <laughs> You, You would have been the one. Um, I feel it, like there's so much fun. From the clips I've seen, they're so much funnier than we are in the U.S. Oh, so much more fun. So, yeah. So, well, you've worked with Bag of Chips. Yeah. You worked, worked, you worked with her at Porn Idol at GAY. Yeah, and she's hilarious she's just as a person. Yeah, absolutely yeah. hysterical. Um Davina DeCampo is on there. Yeah, wasn't she on... She was on another reality show. She was on The Voice. The Voice UK, UK version? It was one of those types of shows. It was one of the singing shows. But her voice is absolutely incredible. Um, and she's also very campy, very funny. I got to tour with her a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And just a delightful person. I, I think I have toured with her too. I don't... I just don't remember. Girl, I have the worst memory Did ever. Did you tour with... With Holy Tea? Yes. That was right. Is she affiliated with them? She is. Okay, um, so that's, well, what, that's what That was the tour that I did that, that she um, she toured with us. And she's just delightful. And she kind of like marches to the beat of her own drum. And I think that's what's really special about the UK drag is that they're not afraid just to do whatever they it's want. It's balls to the walls, bitch. It's like a return to form for drag race in the sense that they're not censored or filtered like that's what I mean. a lot of the girls are now. I miss drag being drag like i miss i feel like some of the fan base has turned it into like disney characters we can't we can't be vulgar we can't say well that's the thing now with our united states drag race is that people go in they get on the show and their first objective is not to be the bitch 
Yeah. They're, and they're, so they're, they're not, everything's so kumbaya, uh-huh. where in the previous seasons, I think it started to turn when your season came out. Yeah. Like, Trinity. Um, I feel like there was a point where you could just be yourself and we were being authentic to ourselves and some of us were bitchy, some of us were just annoying, some of us were whatever. Where now it's everything's kumbaya. Well, I can't say this and I'm gonna well, wait you know, to say th- this. But what that has... It, the the reasoning why that has happened is because the fan base. Yeah. The fan base doesn't allow you to be a drag queen. They'll they'll get mad. And I'm, of course, I'm not talking about all of the fans. I'm talking about the fans that are that get butt hurt about everything, like literally everything. You cannot make a joke about anything without it being taken out of context. Correct. Well, do you think that there are boundaries that should be set in place as far as drag goes? I or? think this is my this is my takeaway with comedy because I, I don't mind vulgar. I don't mind, you know, coming for each other kind of um, cattiness if, if it comes from a good place. Intent. Intent is always and forever. Whatever you say, no matter what it is, should be taken into consideration. Intent. How did you intend to mean that? If you meant it in a mean-spirited way, then yeah, that should be offensive. But if you were just but sometimes joking, in the moment, it is in a mean spirited kind of way. Well, but then, not a mean spirited like I hate her, kill her. Like it's always like just a, taking the piss out of somebody. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, well, bitch, fuck you, bitch, and I'll leave the room. And that's I mean it. Yeah. Like, bitch, fuck you, and I'm leaving the room. But on television, it's gonna be dun dun dun, and all the lights and all the you know yeah. drama. And then you walk back into the room and you're like, girl, I apologize. I shouldn't have said it like that. And we're going to move over this. I'm just not featuring you right now. And you walk away. Well, but even, that moment is boring. So we don't right. that in the So they won't play the that part. They'll play the, well, well fuck even, you, bitch. But even, even when you make a joke, like a catty joke, the, some of the fan base just goes apeshit and like takes it to heart mm-hmm. when the intent of it was just a stupid joke. Like, it yeah. just doesn't make sense. Well, okay. So let's talk about this. Trixie Mattel has recently come under fire for uh, this number that she performed at the Boulay Brothers Halloween uh, special. I think it was the Boulay Brothers Halloween special. Yes. Yeah. Um, where she performed as Gypsy Rose Blanchard in a wheelchair. Uh-huh. And the reaction has been very mixed. There's half of the people who think it's sickening. Yes, yeah, work. It's the best thing I've ever seen. And then there's the other half of, of the audience that is saying it's ableist. It's offensive, and it crosses a line. Girl, it's drag. Whatever. It's drag. Look, my That's listen- literally the definition of drag. My like- <laughs> my hey, lip- I'm just throwing it out there. No, yeah. To talk and about it. My lip sync against Latrice, where I was the old lady, and I had the, the saggy... T- people were like, oh, you ruined that song. First of all, why the fuck would we have to lip sync to that song to begin with? Yeah. <laughs> and second of all, that's not my type of song to lip sync to, to be a fierce... You know, uh, hair flipping, death dropping drag queen. No, I I viewed that song in a campy way, and that was my takeaway on it. And a lot of people got it, mostly the adults, and some didn't, which were mostly the immature people kids. that didn't feature yeah. you that yeah. now wanted a reason it, to attack you. And that's the thing is like drag. There is no rules, and it. My intent wasn't to make fun of women. It wasn't to make fun of elderly. It was just to be funny. So it shouldn't be taken out of context. Okay. And I understand that. I understand what you're saying and where you're coming from. But I just want to know what is the line. So now we are seen around the world. We're world famous. This this uh, platform that we've been given 
puts us into the living room of any household that wants to be that close to drag. Right. And there are children there. And I know that none of us have ever set out to be role models. But I believe that the trade-off of having that major platform and the opportunities that we've been given is that we do have the responsibility of um, maybe not setting the example for the, the younger generation, but being held accountable for the things that we do. Um, I know that I've been held accountable for a lot of things that I didn't even think were problematic and it did kind of teach me to think about things differently um, and approach them from a different way. So I just want to know where that line is. Like, what what is the actual line? I, 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 wanna... I, I don't think there is a specific line. It's so gray. That line is gray, girl. She is not is. black or white. She is gray. I don't know what my point of view is. That's why I'm genuinely asking, like, what is that line? Because I sat here and I watched uh, Mommy Dead and Dearest, the documentary. I watched the act on Hulu. I was just as fascinated and obsessed with this whole Gypsy Rose Blanchard story as most of the world. And I, I see the argument where, yes, it is a little ableist and it's a little insensitive for somebody who doesn't need to use a wheelchair to use it as a prop. But how can you also portray that character if, if, if you are set on portraying that character and you can't do it without a wheelchair you can't do it you can't tell the story without using the wheelchair um so like what what is the line there i don't i again i my favorite word when it comes to this kind of stuff is intent i don't think that she intended to offend anybody i think I she think so intended either. to go out and entertain as that character which probably got laughs across the whole entire room because that is genius to me. I love it. I mean, girl, like, last year I did Where Are You Christmas as a blind person. So, oh my god, that was so funny. So, <laughs> I mean, so it, funny. It's it, My intent is not to offend blind people, but... Um, did you get hate on that? Oh, girl. I had a lady um, get, like, because like, I, I was hosting. Mm -hmm. I had a lady get up out of her seat and start yelling at me that I shouldn't be um, using people's disabilities to, for whatever, whatever, whatever. Or laughs or whatever. And I'm like, bitch, do you know where you're at? Like, you are, we are, I'm literally a drag queen from a gay nightclub that got an opportunity to be on TV. And this is what I've been doing for years before you even knew who I was. Wow. So, I mean, like, I understand that you might think it's offensive, but then this is not your cup of tea. Don't watch. Don't come to these. It's not, a, we're, I'm not a Disney princess. We're drag queens. I think that we can't be held. We're, or I mean, we could be held accountable, but we're just having fun. And yeah. if you can't let loose and have fun and going to take everything so seriously, you should not be at a drag function. I definitely think there are certain things that are too far. I mean, girl, I'm not going to joke about somebody being raped. No. I'm not going to use right. the N word. Or I'm not going to do a black face yeah, and think there, that that's are, funny. There are certain things, but you know, again, everything happens with intent. If somebody is intending to offend somebody, then yes, take it offensively. If they're meaning it as a joke and it's not that serious... That's a perfect way to put it. Then don't. But I agree. I, I think, yeah, I agree. Absolutely. I don't and think... But we all agree that it was not her intent No, I don't, think, it, I don't think it's ever any of our intent. I don't think we set out with the goal of offending an entire group of people. Yeah, I agree. And then, that you know, go back to what we were talking about before. That's why I love... Drag Race UK is because they are a little bit more uncensored and they, they are kind of vulgar and they do have dad jokes and it works for them. And I like it. Yeah. So let's move on to another um, category, Hot Topics. 
Hot topics. Trinity, what do you think about what's been going on with uh, Mr. Hall, Mr. Todrick Hall? Girl. Okay, so <laughs> I've known Todrick for a couple of years, since since um, my season on season nine. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked with him in one of his music videos. Um, he helped me get the gig with Taylor Swift. Um, I personally have not ever had a bad experience with him. Now, when I did his music video, he asked me to do it as a favor. Mm-hmm. And I was totally okay to do that. There's all of this mess coming out now about him not paying his designers, his hairstylists, makeup artists, dancers, mm-hmm. and, and so many other things in between. And, and using his celebrity to get boys and curl. It's, it's, it's a lot. A There's a lot. Mess. <laughs> it I, is a mess. I, I will say, uh, if, if he had a deal with them that said, I'm going to pay you for your services, then they need to be paid. If they were doing it out of exposure, because that's what he initially said, hey, can you do this as a favor? It'll get you exposure. And they agreed to do it. Then nobody needs to be bitching about anything because those people made that decision themselves. I think there are some people, though, who agreed to do it for the exposure and now are jumping on the bandwagon and saying, oh, well, I didn't get paid either. Well, bitch, did you ever talk about pay? Whenever I get a booking, payment is first. Well, what's your budget? Or what are you looking to pay? What what is pay going to be for this? And if you didn't discuss that, then that's on you. Because it could have very been like Todrick said to them, hey, here's 25 dancers. Do you all want to dance in my music video? And every one of those dancers that knows Todrick is going to have millions of views on it. So I think a lot of them signed on for that and didn't discuss pay. But when it was over, they expected to be paid. And it, it just... It, it's kind so of they're just hard... jumping on this, this train of hate to... to Girl, maybe... they're doing Halloween costumes. All the people who were not paid have Halloween <laughs> costumes. Oh my God, I gotta look. People are dressing up, you know, and making, you know, kind of light and fun of the situation. And it's not... I don't think it's funny, but it's their way of telling them, you know, I didn't get paid and here I am. Here, I'm another victim. And um, there's also drama with one of his exes that he has laid out multiple times on Instagram saying that, you know, Todd, one of the things Todrick did to get him was, you know, money from RuPaul's Drag Race. He had him dance on one of the things, and he's not a legal visa working citizen. And oh. He used another person's name. These are all allegations. Um, you know, he used somebody else's name to get him that paycheck and get him the exposure, which made Todrick supposedly look like a better man or a Mr. To-Do, you know? Oh. Yeah. Well, and I think I saw a little bit on either Twitter or somewhere that his ex um assistant is like blasting all this information out there like Tommy like, McKissick c- Tommy and he's got like receipts girl oh girl she's been putting off all she the receipts she got a CVS receipt it's so long girl i i can't imagine Todrick's not even said anything about all of this like would you what would you do if all of this was happening I think Todrick's being a little smart um, right now and probably being informed by legal to not say anything to it because I'm sure this is going to legal. Um, but also, I'm the kind of person that if I'm innocent, I'm going to say something. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. release some kind of statement to say, look, bitch, I know what you're saying and I will have a rebuttal for you and it's going to be in court. I think, I, this is the thing. If you owe people money, girl, he makes enough money. He probably has enough in the bank. Girl, you're, they're only asking for a couple hundred dollars. If you owe somebody some money, get that paid. Let it, like, dissipate. 
rectify. But if somebody said they were going to do something for free, and now they're jumping now, on the bandwagon, no, I'm so not saying you, that. But, but if there, but there, there probably is someone out there that he did not pay. Oh, absolutely. Like, like Manila, for example. If yeah. if you really did have that. Girl, rectify it. Just fix it and then move on. Well, I know there was one dancer. I think she was the first one who really came forward and kind of kicked this thing off. Um, they were saying that they agreed to do the first video for free for exposure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because there were so many people in it. Yeah. And that Todrick had asked them to come in specifically to be one of, of, of a handful of dancers mm-hmm. for the second video. And had expressed that they would be paid for their time. Yeah. Um, because this person said, I explained to him, I had taken a week off of work to do the first video, and I financially couldn't take the hit again. So he told me, okay, we're going to pay you. There's only a handful. This is what it's going to be. And now they're hounding him. And, and they said, I would never have gone forward and posted this if he had just been honest with me or if he had come to me and given me money or given me a time frame or anything like that. Well, girl, th- th- besides money though, it's now he's, the allegations are about him sexually assaulting, sexually harassing mm. his employees. That is, now that even, that's I even do not way. know about. I don't know that And part. those are the allegations that are being made by the boys. And it's saying that he wanted serious. sexual acts. His assistant said that he, um, ordered him escorts. He was obsessed with go-go dancers and escorts, and that's what he would do. And well, that's, girl, as an that, I don't even care about that. Like, girl, the, to each their own, if you are too busy to, to be fun on a date and you, you feel comfortable with, I don't have a problem with that. I do have a problem with if he really is, like, going against somebody's, you know, permission and not having consent for something. That is not okay. But if, if he wants to pay for a... a lap dance or whatever he wants to pay for and it's a mutual agreement girl you go have your cake this video that they posted as well it says um todrick is stupid enough to post a video on his own youtube admitting to discriminating hiring practices there's a reason why he wants his assistant to be single can you guess why oh and it's him talking and he wants some american single and something else well (laughs) I mean, we can assume why, but I think it's also, uh, from a business standpoint, it's easier to travel with somebody who's that, single. Doesn't, yeah, that doesn't they, have they that baggage. They don't have the ties. Yeah, yeah. They, don't, they can just pick up and go. Well, they showed his closet. Girl, they are really going in on Miss Todrick. They said, do you, you want to see why Todrick can't pay his employees? He uses all his money on escorts and shopping. If fans want to know where their moth candy, that was the brand. That was the website, Moth Candy. Who he has have gotten nothing, no um, stuff. I just hope for his sake, if any of this is true, he just rectifies it. I, I you know, I, I, I think that Todrick is a very kind person, at least my, from my personal experience, and he has, uh, he's a very generous person in my experience. But um, if any of this is true, I really do hope that he rectifies it. I, um, I think we should move on to another topic. Which is something lighthearted, Dracula. I um I think it's it's a, a that's about as dark as you can get. I mean, <laughs> but um, it, I have y'all watched any of the episodes for this season? Well, I've been a big fan of Dracula since season one. My favorite drag queen in the entire world is Meatball. Oh, she's so one. funny. She's funny, and to me, she just is a perfect blend of 
camp and humor and and darkness and all of these wonderful things that we love about drag all roll into this really hairy little ball of fun. I'm a fan of the Boulay Brothers and I'm a fan of the House of Black, which they've had mm -hmm. a couple girls on their seasons and I know Dahlia was in it this season and um, yeah, I just think I love the creative aspect and how different they are. Now, could I do any of those fucking challenges? I think not. Like the eating shit oh. and jumping out of planes. Oh, I cannot I do, that. do that. Piercing yourself? <laughs> Piercing girl. Like, no ma'am, Pam. Like, it's not for me, uh -uh. but it is a very fun, different aspect of drag that yeah. I love. I, I love dark drag. I think I think that is, it's really creative. It's cool. The, the way that they uh, put the show together, it's a really cool dynamic. It's different than Drag Race. Mm -hmm. um, it's also been really fun to see them go from basically no budget at all to what they've become this season, which is very polished and very beautiful. Yeah, at. really, really cool. What I, about the winner? Oh, can we talk about that? Oh, spoiler yeah. alert. Yes. Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. <laughs> um, Landon Cider. Completely deserved from from the very beginning. From the beginning, and I think that that just goes to prove that you know, an entertainer is an entertainer. Yeah, and all entertainers should be, regardless of gender. Free. Yeah, you should be free to compete against whoever you feel worthy of competing against. Mm -hmm. I, I think that that's a perfect example of it. Doesn't matter like what type of drag you do. All drag is valid. We want to keep saying that. All drag is valid. So well, let's prove it. Well, Landon is, is definitely... I don't know that much of him before I saw his season of, of Dragula, which is the current one. Um, watching him through the whole process, he is so meticulous on the details of like his costuming mm -hmm. and his makeup. And like literally one of the best performers, yeah. um, costumers, um, personalities as far as like a whole sum of it, of a of a creation mm -hmm. out of anybody like definitely up there mm -hmm. um so they definitely have a, a a good representative of dragula this time i, I think i think they really what do they win i think they win twenty five thousand. um okay. and then um a crown a scepter a crown a scepter and a couple other things they get to be lifetime supply of blood he was so cool like his costumes yeah, were so he really great. really was well and then also like camp wanakiki which i mean it's it's on a smaller scale but it's a youtube competition just uh -oh. for season two it's called camp wanakiki and it's all <laughs> it's like it's campy queens and it literally oh. takes place in a summer camp oh, um i've never seen one that. of my wow. kids one of my kids just won season two but uh there we also had a drag king we had boris to death who is hysterical. I met him for the first time at Missy B's when I was in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. And we worked together. And I just find him so charming and so funny and so talented. And again, like, the makeup is insane. The costumes are insane. But they also had a transgendered male who does female presenting drag. Mm -hmm. And it oh. was very... It was cool. Like, I was like, it's drag and it's cool and it's campy and it's fun. And it was fun to see... All the different types of drag and personalities together existing in one space. Mm -hmm. it, it, There's it, a lot in Orlando though trans the trans males that do drag. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and of course, you know we we see it here. We see it out in the real drag world, mm -hmm. but you don't always get to see it in a televised or right. competition. Um, and I think that it's cool. Yeah. I think it's it's changing things for the better. 
That's we gotta see how we are all the same, actually. <laughs> Do you think that Drag Race will ever? Nope. <laughs> Girl, damn, you didn't even let me. <laughs> no. <Nope>. Wow. <laughs> um, it would have happened by now. It would have happened by now, and I. It, it's. It's. Well, but there's other. There's other drag race like a drag race Thailand. They they have a a trans winner, and um, I think they even had a a, a biological woman. Is drag Ru queen. Paul the host? No. no. In Thailand, no. I don't. I don't. I just don't see it branching off that way, and we have fought for that for so long. And I'm a bit advocate, like, there's so many different types of drag, but if you're really going to open this up, open it up to the legends that we all knew mm -hmm. growing up that were trans women and trans men, and, you know, let them all compete. We're Can you all imagine? Worthy of the, we're all worthy of being America's Next Drag Superstar. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine if Aurora was on there? Aurora Sexton would kill it. There's Girl, so many. There's so I used to say Nina West every year because I just knew how Nina was so funny and did regular pageantry mm -hmm. drag. And finally she got on it and did great. And there's just so many other people like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, that I feel should have a chance. Why not? And they never told people not to audition. And then on the other side of things, I've heard from producers that there's never been a trans woman who actually, full, this could be completely wrong, but all the trans women who do want to get on the show, nobody has fully went the full way of auditioning. Huh. I don't... Like, nobody has actually went all the way because they give that, up because they don't think, think that's that... I don't, well, I don't, I'm just saying what I've heard. Of, of trans women that are performers, there's got to be somebody. Girl, Sarah Andrews is obsessed oh. with the show, but she's very, very, very... Opinionated Obsessed and opinionated, but and she loves the show. I can't imagine her not. She, I'm sure she. She talks about how much she hates the show, but well, she is a fan. She, she watches it so much, but she's a fan of the platform. But I th yeah, I think she's, she's an advocate for most of the girls too. Yeah. She's just she's really hurt by. It. I mean, there's a lot of people in our community that are very hurt by the rules and restrictions. Mm -hmm. Then look at Landon, who um, mm -hmm. first drag king, winning a major competition. This is absolutely incredible. Um, and then we have him getting into a bit of a, an online feud with Mayhem Miller. Uh-oh. Sisterly scandals. Oh my God. What happened? And basically about trans visibility and trans rights. Not even rights, just respect. What did Mayhem post? So, give me the tea, Jen. So I'm, I can only give you the cliff notes because that's all I really have from this. I, even I haven't delved so far into this yet. Uh -huh. um, but, you know, always the, the tampon maxi pad company. Yeah. They, the, the, the feminine. Always. Okay. The feminine yeah. hygiene. Feminine products. hygiene. Um, they. Well, we shouldn't even say feminine. No, just, the just, hygiene the, just, just the hygiene products. The sanitary yeah. napkin people. Okay. <laughs> um, they came out and made this, uh, this big announcement that they were going to change their packaging so that it was. Um, non-gender inclusive non, so that it, more, yeah so that it wasn't yeah. specific yeah. okay um, and a lot of people took uh, a lot of offense to that for whatever reason uh, but they said that they wanted to be more inclusive to the trans community and well yeah can you imagine like your your gender symbol on your packaging is for female and then you have a trans a, 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 yeah, a well, male trans person so, using your products like mm -hmm. it's not the same mayhem had gone and made a post which has since been deleted i believe i can't find it um 
basically saying, "Let me I'm, get on the computer real quick." <laughs> Come on, Ms. go Ms. ahead and go ahead and talk. <laughs> uh, but she she came out and said that basically she doesn't understand why we need to do this. She thinks it's silly, um, and that made a lot of people very uncomfortable. It made them upset because she has nothing to gain or lose mm-hmm. by them changing their packaging. Yeah. And I have always felt like if you have nothing personal at stake, why should your opinion matter anyway? Right. It can matter to you, but if it doesn't affect your life either way, why is it so important? Why is it taking up space in your brain? So then Aquaria had come out uh, oh, against her. Oh, let her have let it. Let her have it. Bro, I saw all of that. Like, Aquaria was like basically saying, you know... I. Uh, this is disrespectful. I don't respect you anymore. You need to take back what you said because if you don't, then uh, you know this is not going to be good for our friendship. And like went on and went on and went on and like read her for filth. Alt dot com yeah. has it. Do they have it? Alt dot com. I think I fucking can't. The Drag Race alum wrote on the post. Okay, let me see. I'm trying to find. Here goes Mayhem Miller. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Feminine hygiene products are now under attack for being offensive, question mark. WTF. I don't tell Summer's Eve that I've used their douche before so I can have a clear, so I can have clean gay sex. So they should take the lady in the field of flowers off the box because I'm a man. I washed my butt out and kept pushing, no pun intended. If you don't like it, don't buy the product. There are multiple brands of tampons, pads out there. Next, are the people are people going to campaign because the chairman, the Charmin company has bears wiping their asses with tissue because some of somehow that's exploitation or cruelty or not inclusive enough. At some point, the community should consider what battles are more important. Okay, now that I see the post, I, my opinion on it is I see where she's coming from because everything nowadays is so fucking touchy you can't say anything but you do have to be careful of what you're saying and if a company makes that change let them do it yeah that's let them it's, all, it's, all, it's all a positive why, why does it matter yeah, they, they, they're trying right. to do something positive and them changing that packaging doesn't affect her life one way or the one other one way or the other and it should she should see it as well good for them that post should yeah. not have been made it should have been a well, I'm glad they saw the light and now they want to include everybody. Yeah. Or That's just don't thing. say shit. Or just don't <laughs> say shit. Like, I, I sit at my house and don't say shit. No opinion on nothing. But now that we have this podcast, I, we get to share it, you know? And and I think she should have just kept her mouth closed, like you said, Ginge. Or she should have been like, hooray, thumbs up. I love yeah. that they did this. So Aquaria comes at her and says, <laughs> Oh, Lord. No one said these products offend anyone. And the fact that you think a minor change of packaging seems absolutely ridiculous is wild to me. Go worry about yourself, and I mean that to the bottom of my core. This is the shit I'd expect to see from LGBT-phobic clowns, not someone I respect. Take the hint that most of the commenters are saying, and try to maybe see another perspective on the issue. This is so embarrassing to see you not only post, but continue to respond to comments supporting this ridiculously unnecessary point of view. I love you, so please take my critique seriously, or I can absolutely say I will find it hard to take you seriously again. And I love you too much for that. Um, so basically, when she got called out for the post, she started doubling down. 
She's so starting. Clear, I'm not transphobic. I support trans issues and will continue to do so. But you could say that you're not transphobic, but and, and I and I and I wholeheartedly don't think that mayhem is really transphobic. I don't. Believe but so either. you can say things that are transphobic. Yes. Like that doesn't necessarily mean that you are transphobic. It means that you're saying something that's ignorant and that you shouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then Landon, uh oh, comes out, and to me this should have been. The shutdown into the conversation because this is actually an opinion from somebody who this affects. Yeah. And said, remember how great it felt to see gay couples in Target ads? Remember how great it felt to be seen and validated by a major company? Trans men and non-binary folk who get their periods deserve the same feeling by a major company. It's that easy always. That is the perfect response. Sickening. Perfect response. And wow, how yeah. oh, how eye opening is that? Because the gay, a lot of gay people think it's just about them. Gay men think that it's just yeah. about them, and they don't they don't think about the trans men who do have their period, and now they have to go buy a box of always, and like you said, see the fem the women yeah. on there. Now they can see none of it. <laughs> well, you know, one of my kids, one of my one of my gay kids, mm-hmm. is a trans man, and. To see how this personally affected him was very eye-opening. You know, I get Mm -hmm. to sit there and see how a little gesture like that makes him feel so much more validated. And And seen. And seen and heard. Um, And so, yeah, it did ruffle my feathers a little bit when I first um, started getting into the post by Mayhem. Mm -hmm. And then the more I read, the more I realized that she had never... It had never crossed her mind that trans men mm-hmm. have their periods and they have to use these products. I think in her head she was thinking trans women mm-hmm. and you know, all, you know, right? Like, and trying to think like, well, you're not going to use them. You just want to carry. I love that she like he put it so short and sweet too. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think that's one thing I like about Landon. He's very articulate on the way that he speaks and. He's going to be a great title holder. Yeah, and definitely shut down Mayhem Miller. I wonder what else we'll see from her. Well, and I don't even think it shut her down. I think it really opened her eyes because I think that's when she finally clicked in her head. Yeah. Yep. Well, I want to talk about um, other Rue Girls. Sex, baby. Yes. Well, I want to do sex. (laughs) (laughs) Different topic. (laughs) Uh, I don't really feel that way about you, Gail. Um, So, um, speaking of drag race girls, there are... Several Drag Race girls starting makeup brands. Oh, Lord. Tell me if you can think of any other ones, but I know that Miss um, Fame has one, Willem has started one, Kim Chi has started one, and Trixie has one. Are there any other girls? Some of them, uh, Aquaria had a collaboration. Some of them are collaborations, mm-hmm. and some of them have an actual makeup line. Yeah. I don't know which ones are which, but all I can say is if you have a collaboration, make sure that it's a quality product that you want to put your name behind at the end of the day it's a paycheck Alyssa had one with uh, Anastasia oh yeah a collaboration um and that palette was sickening yeah it was great except for the white the white wasn't great it was a little a little little flaky a little little translucent okay but the yellow everything yeah I just I wouldn't put my name I mean a paycheck's a paycheck bitch but just be make it something that you love well I think right now and I totally get it who knows when this fad of drag race is going to come to an end. And so these girls are just well, trying to... Well, this podcast may single-handedly kill it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're, they're really trying to 
capitalize off of their fame and mm-hmm. you know keep it going. So I, more power to them. Um, I'm totally see this for Miss Fame. Uh, she's definitely uh, it's right up her alley. As, yeah, she's yep. fashion. She's makeup. She's great hair. So this is perfect for her. Um, I'm a little confused on why Trixie jumped into the ring. I think I'm not. I think Trixie is most. I think their collaborations though with um, Sugar Pill. Same Who? with Kim Chi. Trixie? Oh, Trixie and, Trixie and, and Kim. And Kim are with Sugar Pill. No, no Trixie, their original Trixie, palettes were. She, they had collaborations, but Trixie has a whole brand called Trixie Cosmetics. That I think is through Sugar no, Pill. It's no, not. it's hers. It's her own. It's her home. She started this all. Like, she it doesn't started, say, I'm not buying it. It doesn't say Trixie. <laughs> no, I don't mean I'm not buying it, the actual makeup. Well, I think you, we, we, awesome. you ain't buying that either way. No, I would. I think Trixie is great, and I think that she paints like I do, bitch. We put all the cosmetics on, so it's something I definitely want to try. And I saw some of the glitters and things like that, but I just, I don't know. I, I just have heard different. I heard I've heard it's a it's a sub company from Sugar Pill. Oh well, if it is, she definitely is not making that. Like, no, it's not easy just to start your own makeup company. Does that make sense to you? I, mean, I totally get so it. So if you have somebody who actually, and mind you, this is only what I've heard. If you have somebody who is actually running a makeup company now has a sub company for you just to have your own cosmetic line, it's much easier. <laughs> I wonder if that's, uh, this is the first time I've ever heard Right, that. and if anybody knows, please let us know and tweet us, uh, you know, at Roxy Andrews or at Ginger Minge or Trinity the Tuck and let us know if you know the actual information because we don't know. Miss Fame, I know, I'm, I'm almost positive it's her, her own. Yeah, Miss Fame is definitely Ms. Fame her own. Com. Yeah, it, she only has a couple of products. It's not like a full line yet. I don't think. I think I'm really waiting. For I just her got the new Miss Fame foundation. I just got the new Miss Fame uh, palette and. Oh, is it good? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's beautiful. And her, it's her all shimmers. It's fantastic. It's all like shimmers. Who, it's you so said somebody's coming out with a foundation. No, I want her to come out with a foundation. Miss Fame. Yeah, bitch, she's got laser on her face. It's going to be literally a tinted moisturizer. No, <laughs> I mean she is absolutely beautiful, but she paints. I mean, yeah, she really, really goes in. She's a makeup artist paint. first and foremost. Yeah, and yeah, I want to be painted with fame. Alexa Stone also did a collaboration with her, her palette. Yeah, with Morphe. Right? With Morphe. With Morphe is it? Is it Morphe? I don't know. I don't know. Morphe is collaborating with a ton of people. Like uh, James Charles has done a couple of things with. I have them. the Wet and Wild palette. Oh lord! <laughs> that he says. Uh, Wet and Wild ripped off of him. Oh. From his more. Oh, they copied it? That's what he claims. I don't know. There's a lot of it's makeup. 40 colors. Make sure it's you guys sickening. support everybody. I think Trixie Mattel, I'm sure you can go to her Instagram and find her makeup palette and kimchi. You can go find her products too. We want to support the Rue Girls, so. Definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely. Okay. So let's talk about uh, politics. Um, dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. You know, they're uh, doing the Democratic debates. And um, have have either of you followed that at all? I honestly, I honestly haven't. I need to, and I usually do, but I've just been preoccupied. I really, really, really like Warren, Elizabeth Warren. I like Elizabeth she, Warren. She's a lot. so good. She's she's fresh. She's aggressive, but not overly aggressive. She is smart, and um, I think that she's. She's liberal, but she's not to the extreme. Exactly. I feel like she's right in the middle. So it's, she's definitely moving towards the progressive side. Yeah. But I also feel like she is capable of embodying a lot of the, the traits that the right is looking for as well. Yeah. I just, all I know is 
I'm voting for whoever gets that done. And I just need somebody who can do the job and can go against, be a strong. I want to see who the team is going to be. Girl. What That's what I'm waiting for. They need, we need a strong team. So whoever yes. their, their vice is going to be needs to be just as strong as them. And it needs to be a good team to go against Trump. Because I would absolutely love, and I know that this is like a liberal's dream and a Republican's worst nightmare, but um, I would love Elizabeth Warren mm-hmm. for president and Mayor Pete as vice president. I think he's great. I- I would I love, I, I think I would rather see Elizabeth with um, Bernie or Elizabeth with even, um, oh, um, what's his name, the, the, the vice, the last vice president. Biden? Biden. Yeah. Because Biden, I think, would get a lot of the Republican votes that, that are, that don't want Trump. Yeah. Because he's, he's very conservative for a, for a, yeah. uh, and uh, for I, a Democrat. I've always enjoyed Joe Biden. Like, I think he's a good personality, I think too. So. Not that it should all come down to that, but if you're in a position of power, you should have a likability to you. Girl, well, look what we have now. I, well, I know. That's <laughs> awful. But here's... But that's why, though, there's so many secretive people that just don't even talk about it. That we That's why we need that strong team to make people come over. Yeah. There's... there. Um, I was reading online that... I don't know how factual this is, so if somebody knows that this is not true, definitely tweet at me and let me know. Um, apparently, one out of five gay men are not registered to vote. That's horrible. Like, why in the political climate that Let's we're in... Let's go to in, our fact check. Fact check or Would you not She's be registered to vote? Like, this is one thing... I, I don't necessarily think that drag queens should have to be role models per se, but I do think that if we have a platform, we should use it to some degree for... For good. For good. Yep. Yeah. And... Um, use your platform. It's better let's... to be registered to vote than registered as a sex offender. Just... <laughs> oh! <laughs> Damn. Oh, yes! Damn. <laughs> um, okay, so let's play Where Are They Now? Tatiana. Oh, God. <laughs> <We're scared. laughs> that was the last episode. We already talked about her. Um, can you think of some, like, Rue Girls that... You don't hear much about lately, and, and um... one person I always said for All Stars was Jay Jolie. I would love to see her on All Stars, and I love that I saw her with Taylor mm-hmm. and Trinity. You were a part of that, yeah. Like that whole thing of seeing her shine like that. I'm like, oh my god, I love it. I think that she deserves it, and I think you know her aesthetic has changed completely from her season. She's she's super polished now. Um, she's a cosplayer too. She does a lot of cosplay. She does. She's beautiful. Play nightclub. Mm-hmm. Um, that makeup. Looks a lot better because, girl, before it was. I mean, <laughs> brick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. She was, she was always fishy, though. Back. You know, somebody that lives in Orlando, or at least I, they used to live in Orlando, that was on Drag Race. That I don't. Whatever happened to them is Lanesha Sparks. She's still here. Is she? Yeah. So when, like, she was working for Universal, I believe, making costumes there. She was working she was at that brunch that you know we were all advertised for, but never showed up. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, Brandon Boss right. Senior Drag Brunch. I tried twice, <laughs> girl. I think I did it only twice too. Well, she I was did there. it more than that. I yeah. So um yeah, <laughs> Lenaisha Sparks. She's still in Orlando, and I know I've seen her recently. Does she um, still do show? Yeah, I think so. She still works. Does she she book, works. She, she makes costumes. She sews. No, like, yeah, she sews thing. a lot. Like you, she what makes, is her prices? Is she expensive? For no. her booking fee? No, for oh. <laughs> I don't know. 
No, you just gotta ask her. Really, no. She's very affordable, and her stuff is very good, and she's very quick. Um, and the reason that I enjoy using her sometimes is because she understands drag. She understands what we needed to do and how to how to drag things up. Yeah, you know somebody that I really wish would go back to All Stars, um, and I think he has. I mean, she's probably not the most popular girl, but she's she's got a big fan base. Is Ivy Wonders? She won't do it. Why? I don't think she'll she do it. She turned it down. She. I think she's moved on. She is so happy, married, and content, and living on her. She's a, she's in a farm, right? She's on a farm. I always see her making like penis candles. Detroit. And, That's what she loves to do. And like, she made glass. a hot air balloon. She made a hot air balloon. She made a hot air balloon out of what? Hot air. Kits? I don't know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Some she, people move on like that, though. It's not everybody's forte to take drag by the by the horns and, you know, tour the world. Last summer, I did a um, AIDS walk in New York City with her. I believe that's what it was, the AIDS walk. Um, and she was there. And mm-hmm. I asked her if she was going to ever do All Stars. And she's like, I don't know. But, um... She looks incredible. She looks so good. Oh, yeah. And the last couple of times that um, they've asked her to do All-Stars, she turns them down at the last second because, you know, we all want that that extra minute. We all want to go out there and just kind of reclaim a little bit of the fame. But she said she's just not willing to give up what she has right now. Hmm. Who else do you all think think about that? I love Mrs. Kasha Davis. But she's she's kind of always there. Like, she is she, always there. But I feel like do you feel like you would get something different from her? I on do. Stars? I honestly feel because she was I think so too. very much an alcoholic when we were doing season seven. Oh, oh wow! Like work, <laughs> <not, laughs> filling the tea. But work. she has this. Oh, she's very open about her struggles with yeah. alcohol. So that's why I feel comfortable saying it. But she has this joke where she says, "After years and years of drinking, I finally realized I was allergic to alcohol." Every time I drank, I broke out in handcuffs. <laughs> and she said it was after several DUIs that she just realized she needed to make a change. So she's been very, very sober for a couple years. And I think that puts her in a much healthier state of mind. And I think it would make her more focused. I think it would be much, much more interesting now to watch her. The right. last one that I want uh, us to, to discuss, which is a, a very... Uh, Pivotal one. Well, there's two more. The this one is. Um, I haven't heard much about Robbie Turner since that whole. Um, Nobody's heard Uber. from her. Who is Robbie Turner? Oh, the Uber girl, Seattle. How do you, girl? <laughs> girl, I don't. There's too many. Girl, there, there, there are too many girls. She's the one that like made, made up, up all that story. story. Yeah, I remember James was telling me about it. Yeah, girl, and nobody. The, the I don't know if anybody's heard anything from her. Well, you know, it it was. Fun and dramatic for a second to sit back and kiki with each other. Like, oh my God, can you believe what the fuck she just did? How stupid do you have to be? Mm-hmm. But then once that moment passes, you sit there and you go, oh my God, what the hell's going on in mm-hmm. her life and in her mind that she thinks it's okay to they do said, that? They said, Jinx told me she has always been like that. Some though. people are just, they have a disorder where it's like uh, like a habitual liar. Like uh, she, yeah, yeah, pathological liar. Pathological liar. liar. Mm-hmm. And she can't help it. It's just part of who she is. That's yeah, crazy. Well, and some people, like, that that's a struggle that some people have to deal with. But that's a hell of a lie, girl. What I want to, do you guys remember, and this is probably off subject, but, um, because I love her so much, Delta Work. Did y'all hear all the drama with how the, the Emmys went down? 
Um, I, I heard, heard a little, little bit. bit. I worked with her the weekend after, <laughs> and um, or like the second two weeks after that, and I got the dirt from her, and she was uh, very upset because she got let go from being RuPaul's. She was doing RuPaul's hair, and Raven, of course, you all know. Did she tell you a reason why? Makeup. So what she said was that they were going over to do Europe, and they told her that her services were not going to be needed. Uh-huh. And whatnot. And um, basically, she did a whole um, a race chaser with telling them, like, literally saying the whole story. Oh, really? Yeah. But um, basically, just that, you know, she got let go, and she felt like they took advantage in certain ways. And, you know, then the Emmys came, and the Emmys, of course, are being nominated for past stuff. Mm-hmm. And everything that was nominated that whole season... From the she, Emmys. She had a part to do with. She did all of it. Oh. And they didn't go with her as the nominee. They went with the well, new guy. And also, wasn't it Trump the Rufical episode that it that was nominated? nominated. Like that was, I was there for that episode. And it was Delta. Yeah, it was... Yeah, it was just And it was her work. Now, when she went to go fight it, because, of course, she's going to fight it and be like, yeah, it wasn't the Emmys, but this was my work that got nominated. They told her that she has to now contact the people who handed in the nominees, which was World of Wonder or WoW Presents or whatnot. So when she went to them, I don't know, it was a big runaround, and basically somebody else got the Emmy for her work. Yeah. Which is horrible to me because... um, And then she also went on... To say that, you know, Rue was very, when, when there was this one time where, you know, she won the Emmy, Delta did, and looked at Rue and looked, like, look, we got an Emmy. She goes, yeah, I have two. Oh. Or whatever that situation was. And it was very condescending from Rue, and she wasn't going to have Delta get a second one. Wow. Like, girl, like, it, I'm sorry, but I believe if you do the work, you should be awarded, whether you're a drag queen or not. Yeah. I well, mean, especially since she was torn apart by the fan base. Yeah. For the hair that she... For a lot of the hair that she did. Correct. For a couple years. And it's okay if they decided to move on. Yeah, no, but I, that's not even what I'm talking about. I'm saying she had to endure the shitty side of it. Mm-hmm. She should at least be able to reap the benefits of her hard work as well. Right. Mm-hmm. And if it's Emmy Award winning, then you should yeah. be able to get that. And mind you, this was coming from Delta. Like, this is... Uh, you know, I'm not making any of this up, but it is my opinion that I believe that if you do the hard work... You should be awarded the... So somebody somebody won an Emmy for hair for RuPaul's They basically, the guy who has been doing her hair is the one that they put on the nomination thing. But it was not his But work. it was for this past season. It and was and for, he won. He got the Emmy. Oh. But it wasn't his work. Oh. Yeah. I, I mean, I knew little bits and pieces of, of this story, but I didn't know... Yeah, because you know it's like our seasons. We film them, yeah, and then we wait a while, and then you know, yeah. then we reap the benefits after when it comes out. Same thing with the Emmys. It was like the work that got nominated was stuff that Delta did, but now there's a new makeup artist or our hairstylist, so he's the one who they put in for the ballad. Mm. This is like a a trifecta of Delta right now. Do you see the other drama that happened with her about the Maleficent premiere? Huh? No, what? what? She well, apparently she got mad at me uh, and For Shangela and Nina West because we went to the. the I saw Melissa that. Premiere. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, how did that happen? I ju- I just got asked if I wanted to go. I happened to be in town working on a different project, 
And I was asked if I wanted to go. And you were the only one in bright colors. Well, she was, and I was like, who is Ginger? <laughs> well, no, so I was, was invited. I was invited as a guest where Nina and Shangela were hired to be clowns. Yeah. Well, not clowns, <laughs> but they were hired to, to dress as Maleficent and to be part of the atmosphere. Shangela, you knew better than to wear the Halloween so, so Rossi, <laughs> So since they were hired to be extras for that, if they win awards for this movie, do you think that they, they should? They weren't be? in the movie. If so the part <laughs> won the award, then yeah. But, Which, by the um, way, go watch part two, bitch. It's, it's everything. everything. It um, was and everything. And I did not like part one. I liked one, but I really liked part me. two. Part two was so good. Anyway, um, so I never even knew that any of this was an issue. I got asked at the last minute um, if I wanted to go just as a guest to enjoy it. Okay. So I put on the only gown I had in my suitcase, showed up, had a good time. It's very you. Well, well, I guess I'll wear this. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, whatever, it's fine. I'll be a fairy. Right. Uh, <laughs> so I showed up, had a wonderful time. Um, got a lot of great press, a lot of wonderful people. Angelina Jolie was sweet as pie to all of us. And then all of a sudden, at like 2 o'clock in the morning, my Instagram Uh-oh. starts blowing up with people. How could you do this to Delta? And how? I was like, what? what are you talking about? And so I went and looked at Delta's thing. And it's just this whole post about how... Um, basically she had been misled with the gig. They had contacted her and invited her as a guest, but then they started telling her, we need you to dress like Maleficent. We need you to do this and be here and take these pictures and do this thing. And she said, okay, well, what's the budget? And they said, oh, well, there's no budget. Um, you're just coming as a guest. She said, well, if I'm coming as a guest, then I don't want to do any of this stuff. So I guess somewhere along the lines, allegedly, according to the story, um, negotiations broke down. And she decided it was best not to go. Mm-hmm. I didn't know any of this stuff. I wasn't being paid. I wasn't expecting to be paid. I wasn't asked to do anything except show up and have a good time. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but all of a sudden, people assumed that A. You stole it from her. The A, that I stole it from her, or that um, why would I agree to go and do this knowing that she had been treated so poorly? Did I, she say something about you? Um, she said something about the other girls that did the gig. Um, I just would have felt funny if I was not dressed as Maleficent and the other girls were. Well, so I Because then you look like an oddball. Well, no, I did feel a little odd when I got there, but then it was also explained to me when I started presenting my, uh, my displeasure with showing up and not being in theme. I was told, no, they, they were specifically hired to do this thing. Mm. Um, and I was just asked because I was in town mm-hmm. and because I had done Dumplin' and I knew some people they just wanted me to come and enjoy my time the, yeah they just gave you an invite well, that's yeah. not your fault yeah, yeah huh? that's not your fault that you just wanted to have no, a good time no 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 um, and I don't think that Delta said anything specifically against the girls but it was just something that um, you could tell that her feelings were hurt that mm. she ended up not being a part of it um, and for whatever reasons it, it happened. And, but I know a lot of the fans kind of came for all three of us. And how would you do this? How can you take work like this uh, and not be paid for it? I would suggest to the fans to mind their own business because you don't know what's really going on. And I feel like Delta's in her feelings about a lot of things right now. And she has the right to be. But let's just not vocalize a lot. Well, I've got to be careful. How, 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 why would Delta think that you guys knew 
their stuff anyway. Because she doesn't know is, any better. Nothing is ever. Nobody's like, We're booked her. at the same gig. I don't know your contract. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't even usually I didn't know, know who's with anybody. Me. I didn't know there were going to be any other queens there um, when I said, sure, I'll go. I had no clue it, what was going on. Yeah. Did you have fun? I had a great time. And I went to the after party and had a blast. And there were some people that I had met from the Dumplin' premiere that um, I reconnected with. And I just had a good time. It was a fun time. It was a party. We went to see a movie and then we had a party. That's cool. literally what it was. It wasn't this big conspiracy, you know, against anybody else. Um, but then I, I, the one thing that I did notice that the fans kept saying, you know, all these girls keep saying, I'm not going to take a free gig. I'm not going to take a free gig because these companies can afford to pay. Mm-hmm. But then the other girls swoop in and take the free gig. It wasn't a gig. Yeah. At least presented to me, and I don't know what um, Shangela or Nina were paid. Um, I'm sure that their costumes were at least covered. I'm sure they gave them a budget for those kinds of things. But I was not asked to work mm-hmm. at all. Hmm. Well, I hope it, um, she, she feels a little bit better about the situation. Uh, I want us to have a little fun before we end this podcast and Let's do, do it. another guessing game. But it's going to be somebody else besides me. <laughs> uh, although I did, uh, we are competitive and I have one point and you are at zero. So who's, okay. who's going to guess today? I'll guess. Okay. All right. So we have your drag race girl that um, you're going to try to guess by asking questions. And we'll give you clues along the way. So go ahead with your first. All right. Guess. Was she eliminated within the first three episodes of her season? Oh, I don't no. know. No. 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 Okay, so she's obviously not a winner. Um, <laughs> Good one. <laughs> so. Oh, wow. Two answers in one, wow. but she <laughs> answered that she wasn't okay. eliminated early, oh, and wow. she obviously okay, didn't she's win. She's getting it all. <laughs> Is she Caucasian? No. No. Is she Hispanic? No. No. Is she African American? No. no. <laughs> Is she Asian? Yes. yes. Jiggly Caliente. No. no. Caliente. <laughs> Caliente. No. Now, you know she thinks she's Hispanic. Now you're just going to um, just... Name all the Asians. Name all the Asians. Huh? No. No. Um, is she known for having good style? It's up for interpretation. Yeah, it's up for interpretation. Interpretation. Some she's people, definitely, I think she does, but some people yeah, think that. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. I, I think she has a good sense of style, but I think that some people also think she's. One person in particular thought she was very controversial with something that she wore on the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Something wrong? No. Something wrong? Uh, <laughs> that would be a lot of things wrong. She's from Drag Race UK. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Oh, okay. This one uh, was on a recent season of Drag Race franchise. No. She has beautiful hair. I think. Well, she has left. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, she's got beautiful hair. I will say, um, that's not my narrative. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not, I'm giving you a clue. That's not my narrative. Uh, um. Uh. Did she win any challenges? I'm no. sure she did. No. Uh, no, she did. She didn't win any challenges on her on her season. No. Manila. No. Manila won a bunch of challenges. 
No, I know. Gordon, you, you think yeah, all the Asians no. except for like one? She's got two new bags. You you, you get you get one two more guess. She's got two new bags. Bags? Yes, bags. She has a major. Oh, well, not major. Um, she has a lot of drama with RuPaul. Oh, Chia Gun. Yes. <laughs> yes. Two new bags, two new titties. Oh. <laughs> yes, Gia. Well, what you want to do is not necessarily what you're going to do. Gia Gun. Oh, I love Gia. I like Gia, too. She was so I extra. think she, she's always been good to me. and She's funny. She's really funny. I've never had drama with her. She knows, I think she's she knows she's how to turn it on for camera, though, which, yeah. I, which I live. She's really good. She's really good. Well, this has been fun. Yes, I it hope has. you guys had fun, too. And if you have nothing good to say, come sit by us. Yes. <laughs> Work. Work. Bye. 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 Bye.